So I'm reading your information that you sent me about prayer and all that. So explain it to me again. What's going on, yo? Well, you know, I mean, I'm just looking at this, this how lately, you know, life goes, you know, I, I'm looking at it just from a standpoint of, um, you know, I, I guess when I pray, I expect things to go a certain way, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it don't, I kind of get confused a little bit, kind of, uh, disencourages me and things like that. Right. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, and actually recently there's a lot of things that happen in that's out of my control, you know, mm-hmm. certain things. And it's like, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to just sit back and take punches or try harder, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's really confusing here. Okay, let's take that. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <clears throat> yeah, but, and yeah, you know, and Usually when I feel like that, it kind of make make it hard to pray and things like that, you know. Right. Now get somewhere also that we can get better reception because it sounds like you're going in and out. Okay. And yeah, you know that's pretty much it for. I'm just trying to figure out how I should think about life. Like how should I keep? You know what I'm saying? Just how I should? What type of perception I should have? And you know what I'm saying? How I should be thinking when things like this happen? You know, like when things don't go my way. Or, like, when I feel like praying is worthless or something like that. You know, I, I, like, sometimes I just feel like, damn, I don't feel like praying right now. You know, right, right. Like, you know? Yeah, you know, when you sit back and you see some people get successful, and you say, man, they must pray a lot. Or you see some people do some things, and you try to say, well, why not me? Well, the thing about that is you got to put yourself in position. What I mean by put yourself in position is that life is a game of chess, not checkers, right? What? You've got to always replay. How old are you? 22. 22. So you're a baby. So the great thing about being 22 is that you can play them properly once someone gives you the blueprint, the manual, right, teach you how to plan, teach you how to save, teach you how to stunt, teach you how to travel, teach you how to fuck, all those things are important because most people, we wing it in life, right, and we make mistakes. Sometimes people make their mistakes and they can get out of it. And some people make mistakes they can't get out of it. You you understand what I'm saying? You know? So being 22, let's let's find out something about you. Are you in school? Uh, Not right now. I'm supposed to be starting in August. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, so you got that going for you. That's one. Any kids? No. All right, cool. Girlfriend? No. All right, so... Good and bad. It's good that you don't have any kids. Bad that you don't have a girl because you need to be get your dick sucked and your balls licked and be able to go to the movies. Now, four, I know you cracked okay. it up. Four, do you have a job? Yeah, I have a job. All right, so you work. So let's start with the dating first. Now, why aren't you dating? Or why don't you have someone in your life? Let's... Well, it's kind of like I got real big, big trust issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And my last couple of things ain't really been so ideal. So, for example, I'm going to be real 100 with you, right? Mm-hmm. So, my last swing was in November with the older woman. She was like 33. Okay. Really, case may be. 
Oh, nothing new for a cool week, right? So okay, a week is good. And then I when I left her house because I was over her house, I left her house and I found out she burnt me. You feel me? See, the, the, so, what was that part again? After you left her house, what? I found out she burnt me. She gave me gonorrhea. Oh man! Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, and I, it's kind of fault because I wasn't, you know, comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, I got too comfortable and shit. But um, and then before that, I was dealing with this chick or whatever for a cool long of two weeks. Um, the one I just mentioned was in November. Before that, this one was on like I don't know, maybe like February of twenty eighteen. Uh huh. And, um, and I'm just I'm just naming the ones that I'm taking seriously. You know, okay. not just the I'm naming these ones that I'm taking serious. Right. But, yeah. The last one I actually took serious before this lady. She had a she apparently had a guy in jail, you know what I'm saying? And he ended up like, he ended up calling one night he was on a date or whatever the case may be. He was calling and shit. And uh, before that I had a girl back in November of twenty seventeen and she had some stalker ex person, you know what I'm saying? We ended up fighting and all that type of shit. You know, what so happened with after that those one? what happened with that one? Uh the one the one I had in November twenty seventeen, um, the one before February. She had, I was dealing with her for a month, and in that month, she had a stalker, like an ex-boyfriend or whatever the case may be, you know, right. so he kept breaking into the house, he was stealing shit out the house, you know what I'm saying, right. taking shit, breaking shit, taking shit in, breaking shit, you know, and um, ended up fighting him and everything, you know what I'm saying, he was, about 20, he was about 26, I was 21 at the time. Right. Um, so those you different things died. right there keep me. Died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to a real, it was a real, real big fight, you know, just choking each other out and all types of shit. And it's kind of like, you know, oh, let that after that, everything. Yeah, you know, and that's what I was thinking myself. And I just had so much pride back then. I was just like, man, right, right. That. Like, so if I see this nigga, I'm, I'm going to beat his ass. Like, right. It actually wasn't even about her at that point because... He took my shit. I didn't understand why he would take my shit, you know? Okay. So I'm like, all right, well, when I see the dude, you know? But anyways, after that one, that was November 2017. Then the other girl was February 2018. She had to do the jail. And then I waited a couple more months. I was just fucking on him and stuff. I ain't taking seriously. Waited a couple more months. Met the 33-year-old. Got burnt. Wow. So that's why I kind of, I be kind of trying to, I don't know, I guess it's just where I live at. But I don't know, I try to, I try to keep it low on taking right. it real serious. Right. What you in Ohio, right? Yeah, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. They got this a serious um um venereal disease going on in Ohio. Yeah, I didn't and I, I didn't know that actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, I read up on every city in the world, yeah. I don't know why I do that shit. Like I, I read a lot of the library, like once a week, right? Just to read for an hour, hour and a half, or all different types of shit, you know. Yeah. But your situation, fam, it's just life. That's a, that's just the way right. your hands were dealt. And I yeah. always tell people, yeah. play the hand that you dealt. But let's turn the negative into a positive, right? So you're okay. 22, and life is based on experiences. Right, you and then if you don't learn from your mistakes, you you will repeat them. So yeah. I'm bringing this to your mind so that you will never make these same mistakes again. All right, let's start with the gonorrhea. Right, um, so you got to continue dating. Can't let that stop. You got to continue dating, but you know now that when you fuck, 
you've got to wear condoms. Yeah. Or you wait long enough to be really, really sure. See, really, really That's my sure. problem. I can't wait. That's my problem. Like, well, I don't know. I'll be real attracted to these women, and, and when they show it back, it just be, you know, be a lot of Because they are fine, though. I and sometimes I wonder was God a comedian, right? Because yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> so many, there's so many traps, wow. yo. Like, yeah, I say that shit all the time. I say that all the time, man. Like, you got niggas killing each other, them. right? Right, you got niggas killing yeah. each other. Then you got the women. You try to be, get yourself together, but they got the fat asses, the small waists, the titties, the lips. They look man. good. And it can really get to you. But I said that to set you up. And here's what I'm trying to say. We all got to have discipline. Okay. See, you got to have discipline. And you got to have rules in your life. See, once you, once you have rules in your life, you straight. You, and you got to follow it. It's the manual. You got to follow, follow the manual of your life. And when you follow the manual of your life, you will be protected. You will say, okay, I'm not going to go against. Like, you got to have shit like no dick, right? If you don't have a job, no dick. Right. If you get paid less than $12 an hour, no dick. She right. lives with a parent, no dick. You always claim that she's hungry, no dick. Cash out info in her bio, no dick. Always in okay. drama, no dick. She got on her Instagram public figure, no dick. See, okay. you're attracted to them hoes on Instagram. Yeah. And I post them every Monday, right? I post some of the most yeah. pretty I see women there. But that's just advertising. I ain't chasing none of the bitches. Listen to me, I'm trying to tell you. I ain't chasing. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to know what women are good for what, right? Them, most of the women I post on Instagram, them bitches is good enough like to go to a club. Yeah. I'll go to a party on text, but you don't never have a kid with none of them bitches. Right. You don't want none right. of them kids. You don't want now give me a sense, I'm not gonna put them all down. But you don't want a woman that's so worried about her beauty and hair and nail that doesn't right. want to be a mom, right? Never yeah. ever have a child with that type of woman. Because yeah, you okay. want a woman in your life that uh, take your kid to baseball, to take your t- kid to karate so he can learn to be a karate expert. And you can take turns, but you want that type of woman in your life. And if you don't have that, you got a woman that's worried about weed, worried about screenshots, worried about photos, that's not the female for you. And the reason why I'm saying that to you because I know you're going to pay attention to me. And I know after this oh. conversation, you will listen to what we talked about for the rest of your life. Yes, sir. Now, at your age, it's good that you got a little gonorrhea. Shit. Go through life and you got burnt. Just don't get burnt again. Okay. Two, when a woman say that she got a nigga or ex-nigga, that's why you, you, don't have, you, don't have, you don't have your own spot yet, correct? No, I just lost it. Okay. You get another one. You get another one. Yeah. But 
unless you could tell you and you work. So what you do is say you meet another woman. You don't go to her place. You get yourself a nice hotel room for the weekend. Yeah. What yeah. day? That, that way you in control of the situation, right? She come to you. You'll go in the room, have a good time. Yeah. I remember when I was in your age, um, this is before I even knew about five-star hotels and all this kind of shit. And they used to have this um, hotel on Tunnelly Avenue in my town called Jersey City. And they can go in there and pay $50 for it. 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And in my okay. lifetime, high school, I used to go in there and fuck and put bitches to sleep, right? And then wake up bitch yeah. up like 10 minutes before the thing got to wake up. Bitch, you got to get up because I, I ain't adding another thing to die. <laughs> but that's before yeah. anybody taught me the game because I, I had to learn the game on my own. And that's what? that I didn't have a dad. My dad died when I was 14. He drowned in, a, in the ocean in Staten Island. So oh, I had okay. that type of situation. So everything I've learned in life was because I traveled the world, and it's by trial and error. So that's why I'm able to give people knowledge is because I actually lived it. Now, some people say certain things, but they haven't actually lived it, and that's why people listen to me um, very dearly because when you hear me talk, you can really feel that I know what I'm talking about. And never fight another nigga over a female. Like, don't put yourself in a position to die. That's how I feel. Like you knew the girl for a month, right? And yeah. you could have died. Yeah. You could have died, my nigga. That nigga could have shot you and her. And no disrespect to men, but I know a lot of Columbus, Ohio niggas. And them yeah. niggas is weak in Ohio, dog. I don't know yeah. what it is about that gossip and shit. Yeah. Or they're they, they sensitive. There's a lot of nice ones out there, but a lot of them niggas is sensitive. Yeah. What? So that's what I mean. You got to stay away from any type of woman that will bring you drama that could fuck up your life. Yeah. If you need a woman that's humble, that's sweet. That you really like her. Sometimes you can have a girl that could do everything for you, but you really don't like her. That could happen too. But you got your whole life to explore. You got your whole life to take your time. Because, you know, people always say life is short. No, the fuck it ain't. Life is long. Right. (laughs) I don't know who started that shit. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. Yeah. Nigga, life is long. Yeah, man. Life is long. Yeah. And the praying, praying work show, it gives you peace. It gives you balance. You know, you ask God oh. for things and you just keep working hard. But the thing with you, you got to save. You got to stack your money. Right. And you got to get a place first. Yeah. You get a place first. You, you know, and sometimes you got to know how to be a player. What I mean by real player, now I was talking about men before you date, you should have. 25000 in your bank, you should be qualified. But every now and then, you got to pull a bitch that got it. Yeah. And then you got to do a um, Stepman. You know who Stepman is? Uh, I, I do, but I don't know what you mean. No, Stepman is the man who is married or dates Oprah Winfrey. You don't hear a lot about him. Oh, okay. You know, but he plays his position. 
But you see, this man's been dating Oprah Winfrey for years, right? You ain't never yeah. heard nothing about bad about this man. You ain't never uh-huh. heard this man cheating or fucking other women or beating other women up because he plays his position. My point is, uh, I don't know your style, I don't know your swag, but if you got that shit together, you got it. Sometimes you got to pull a bitch that got it. And when she got it, you be the ultimate gentleman. Not no bitch-ass nigga. Not no weak nigga. You still got to be a man. Right. But you got to play a statement. But while she got it, and she loves you, she'll help you get it. But you can't be a fuck nigga. So, Whatever and, that is, she gets you on, and you want to go fuck with other bitches and all this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. shit. You can't do that. And just, and just so I'm on the ball, like when you say... Be a gentleman, you mean like you know, start wagging out the flowers and things like that. Right? Well, being a gentleman is um, always be respectful. You don't have to always do flowers. The flowers are nice. You know, always right. be a gentleman. Never put a woman down and disrespect. Right. A lot of guys, I mean, a woman okay. is successful, right? And they want to talk yeah. to the bitch. They want to say okay. shit like, "Bitch, you ain't shit." So what? You got that? So what? You got? That's not the way you talk nah, to a female. Yeah. You try to you nah, try to build. You try to build with oh. them. You try to build with them and try to connect. And if it doesn't work out, you get as much knowledge from that person. So you'll be ready for your next relationship. Because sometimes meeting a woman, and sometimes a woman meeting a man prepares you not for this relationship, but the next one or the one after that. Yeah, okay, okay. That's what that's all about, you know. Did you see the fight last night? Yeah, I seen it. I seen that. <laughs> I already knew Pac-Man was going to win. I, I knew that because uh, I don't think Adrian Brown is really that good, to be honest. Yeah, he's not yeah, that I feel good. Like Pac-Man is seasoned. Right. But what I saw in the fight, that Adrian really has the talent to win. It's yeah. just that his mind is not strong enough to overcome the, whatever that obstacle is in his life. See, he his, his life is dedicated to the streets, right? Come on, look at Yep. Yeah, his life is dedicated to the streets, right? Yeah. The streets is good if you're in the streets. But you don't become a rapper, a boxer, a basketball player to stay in the streets. It's the... The dumbest shit I hear young men talking about. It's the dumbest shit I hear that you on your way to become a multi-millionaire and you want to stay hood. Yeah. Like, it's, it's good to stay hood helping people out hood that way. Like, I'm going to help people. I'm going to do this. But to be talking reckless, to be sounding like a fool, to not really zooming in on your craft, to talk about Mayweather when that nigga gave you whatever eight nine million to fight because you're fighting under Mayweather production. Yeah, it's embarrassing, yo. When I think I got the hood representing me and gang, 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 nigga, come on, motherfucker. <laughs> and then you got people out here in this fucking universe really following this nigga, yo. Yeah, man. And see, and I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about. I'm the kind of guy I try to build people up and 
and try to find the positiveness in them. Because nobody's ain't, you know, ain't doing nothing to me. But on this show, I try not to pull no punches because I'm here to save lives. Yeah. I'm here to motivate people. So I got to talk that real shit because I could be saving somebody's life. Yeah. That's why I, all, that's why I keep up with you, man, for real, since I, since I graduated high school in 2015. Right. <clears throat> yeah, man, fuck that street shit, yo. Ain't no loyalty in that motherfucker street shit. Look at, is it Takaski 69 Takaski, how you pronounce his name? Uh, Takashi, I think. Yeah, Takashi. Yeah, Takashi. Yeah, yeah. His dumb ass. Fucking 22 years old. In the streets. Playing. Motherfucker went from being a nice kid to become a top-notch rapper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got a bad bitch, a lot of money, and you want to be sitting in the car doing hits, robbing people, talking on FaceTime, taking pictures. See, in my day, all my street niggas would never take a picture with a motherfucker. Yeah. Never. Never incriminate themselves. Like exactly. Would never. You take a picture, nigga, real street niggas walk out the picture. Yeah. They stay there and smile, or they'll take the phone or the camera. You know, we ain't have, we ain't have phone cameras then. We had cameras, nigga. We had Kodak and Polaroid and shit. Where you had to miss the picture, take the picture out and lay it down and come back in five, six minutes. Motherfucker be developed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we had. Or go down to the Kodak Theater, you know, you take a picture, take the film off and drop it at the pharmacy. And they'll tell you in about a week, two weeks and shit, you come back and get your pictures. Well, it's sort of like the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like 90, yo. Sure was. Eight, that was everything. That was from the 60s on up to the 90s. Yeah, okay. So, you know, and and that's what I'm hating about your generation. Oh. These motherfuckers get successful and want to be criminals. That's the, that is the most backwards-ass thinking I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. No, I, I ain't even gonna lie, you know, uh, that's another thing I was kind of struggling with, like, when I had my apartment back in uh, January 2018, I was thinking to myself, like, just how these people get on, and they don't really be doing shit, you know what I'm saying, because I know me, I got a lot of ambitions, you know, I, and, I, and I'm gonna really be real with you, I know it may be out of the way or some shit like that, but I'm trying to be like a human resource for like my family, I'm trying to be able to put people on, give them jobs. Right, like that pay off their debts, things like that. Uh-huh. And I was really, I actually kind of got depressed back in January 2018 because I was thinking to myself, like, I can't believe how these people, they just get to put whatever they want on a truck and they just blow up and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here making beats and shit. My shit don't really blow up like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, they, they ain't doing shit. Like, they not doing nothing. Like, they not, they, no, they, 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 just, they just doing shit for themselves. Like, they ain't about to put all... me next family. It's all about who you know, but the world is different now, yo. Let me explain to you what I mean. The world is different. You can create your own beats and put this shit out yourself. 
you record, you get your friends on Instagram, and you promote your music to your kids in your age group. You promote it. You you put like a five <coughs> five to second thing together that people can hear your beat and sell it. You might have to sell the shit for fifty dollars, right? Yeah. You just use that as a number. You might have to sell it for fifty dollars. But one what, day what? you'll be getting two hundred thousand a track. Like you gotta start from somewhere. And you don't have to have you don't have to actually go to a record label to blow right now. Just sell your music, put out five seconds and and um tag people. Like tag different celebrities, tag them with your music. Yeah. Tag them. Just five seconds. That's the whole thing. Five seconds, ten seconds. And if they listen to it, they'll get to you. It's so mm-hmm. much it's, it's so much ways to be creative in this world to get on. And remember you gotta have a plan because this music business is only five minutes of fame. Yeah. All right? Five minutes of fame. Well, I, I don't really want fame. I just want a lot of money, man. No, no. This is what I'm saying. Fame, what I'm saying is fame, money goes with the fame. Okay. So it's only five minutes, meaning it could be, when I say five minutes, it could be 10 years or 20 years based on how hard you work. But if you do get on, take your money and start, try to create a business that you work for yourself. You work for yourself. That's the goal. Go get on. But then make enough money to create your own business. Now, that's one plan. Then you got to have a plan B. Then you got to have a plan C. Now, you said you're going to school to engineer, electrician? Uh-huh. Which one is it? It's an electrician Okay, and see, so let's say, excuse me, let's say you get into that. Now you work hard at that, and you find ways to grow in that game. And remember, right, and remember, every day you get an extra 24 hours. Every week you get another chance at life. You get 356 tries. A year. That's how I want you to look at your life. Every year, you get a brand new 356 days to get closer to whatever your dream is. But you got to have a plan. And the plan is, I want my life next year to be better than this year, mentally, physically, and financially. Every year, you got to do that. You have to find a way to grow. That's what you got to do. And the praying will help keep you guided. Your mistakes is great mistakes. What you went through is great. I'm not, I don't see a problem you're getting gone here. I don't see a problem you had to fight a nigga because he was coming in the house stealing your shit. I don't see a problem with none of those things. What I see, that it was a great lesson. Lesson. Because yeah. yeah. now you know 
I ain't trusting my bitch with my motherfucking dick. Now yeah. you know, if a bitch <laughs> says she got a nigga, you're like, you know what, let me step for a minute because I ain't getting caught up with no bitch that ain't my wife. Even my wife, you think, you got to think twice. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things are great lessons, fam, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing to be bad about. Nothing to feel bad about. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, I feel kind of. I don't know, kind of fucked me up when I got that uh, gonorrhea shit. Yeah, hell but yeah, gonna fuck you out. Shit, mentally, <laughs> yeah. this shit be dripping from your yeah. dick and shit and pee and shit hurt. You feel nasty. Yeah, but but yeah. did she admit to it, or she said it wasn't her? No, she didn't admit to that shit. I already know it was her though. She's the only one I was with. Okay, all right. You know? Did you tell her? Yeah, I told her as soon as I found out. Like, uh, but I came at her in a way where it was like, you know, I was just like, I ain't calling no bitch or nothing, but I did say. You was like, a gentleman, okay. No, I wasn't a gentleman at all, man. I, cool, I okay. I, I was just saying that for the, for the fans listening. Good. How did you check the bitch, sir? No, I was just like, yo, man, what the fuck is your problem? And I ain't even want to say too much, you know what I'm saying? Because I was really, like, I was, I was like, I was over the edge on this one. I was right. over the yeah. one needed thinking clearly. But right. I still ain't calling no bitch. I ain't never called a bitch, but yeah. Wow, that was decent, though. Yeah. Yeah, because you know. yeah, And then the next young. morning after that, mm-hmm. the next morning after that, I guess her uh, her sister that called my phone was like, who is this? And I just said, like, you know, just check the text messages and tell her to get that shit straightened out. That's what I said. Right. I never spoke to him after that. Why was? Why did you think her sister call? Because she gave. She was basically trying to act like she ain't old or shit like that. You know, she was trying to act like she um, like she ain't recognize the number. You feel me? Okay. But she kept texting back and trying to play with it. Like, who is this? Who is this? What she saying? What you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So then the next morning, that's when her sister called and tried to keep it keep the shits going, like, yo, who is this, blah, blah, Right, blah. right. And I said, you know, and I said, you know, y'all know who the fuck this is, you know what I'm saying? Just check the messages and go get that shit straight up, bro. Right, and right. And then I just hung up. Wow, yo. Because I really, I, I ain't gonna lie, like, I just, I wanted to do something, you know what I'm saying? So I just... Right. Yeah, it's not worth it, but it's, like I said, it's a valuable lesson to teach you how to move forward. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, yo. That is that's that's, that's crazy. Can't <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, but yeah, never, but, but never get depressed, man. I mean, you know, it's easy for me to say not to get depressed, but you're not in jail. You got a roof over your head. You're not in the streets. Yeah. You're straight, fam. You really winning. You may not yeah, have yeah, what I you know. want. You may not have what you really, really, really want yet. But see, let me tell you a story for social media. Play you something real, real fly before we get out of here. Yeah. Coming up in my day, we didn't have social media. We didn't have rap music. Rap, rap, the rap game started in 1979. So all before then was R&B singers. You know, people singing, et cetera. So most people was getting jobs at the post office. Most people, some people was playing sports. People doing the average normal thing. Then the rap gang came and everybody got fucking fly. Right? 
wind, fly, shit, push the cold virus. Right. And then we we had the drug game. So the drug game was still going, but the rap game, the drug dealers wanted to be rappers. And the rappers wanted to be drug dealers, right? It's okay. just confusing and a motherfucker. But back when I was coming up, you just worked hard. And everything yeah. fell into place. You had to have good credit. You had to save, and you traveled. You get yourself one girlfriend, and you try to grow old together. That's how it was. And by us not having the blueprint anymore in life, because everybody out here doing the fuck what they want to do. You know, I heard in Ohio that those guys up there, they have sex with women, but they have the women put on straps. And fuck them. Did you hear about that? <laughs> Yo, I ain't that's never heard big it. I, mean, I heard that shit before. I ain't heard it like that in Columbus because I don't really, really fuck with too many people out here. I don't really like talking to people. Yo, I've heard this firsthand from someone that I love. Damn, that's crazy. And she's from Ohio. And <laughs> I, I can't believe, like, everybody out here is doing what the fuck they want to do. And this shit is insane. They like possessed or something, I guess. I mean, somebody told me that's like spiritual warfare, I guess. Like, that's like evil You know, yeah, that's like with R. Kelly. Like, you know, I tell people, you know, see, R. Kelly did what he did. You see nobody, they ain't brought charges up on a nigga yet. But here's my thing about R. Kelly. Nigga, if you're, and he's a friend of mine, I told R. Kelly, I love him, because of what people think, I just love him from a distance, right? But, because I don't get in people's business, that's the way I move. But, nigga, if your dick is that powerful, you should have made all them bitches become attorneys and congresswomen, if your dick is that motherfucking good. Like, you're not supposed to fuck them and keep them from their parents. You're supposed to fuck them and make them obedient. Like, okay, make sure your family, make sure you wash the dishes, clean the house, yeah. go to work, and come back around here about 5.30, 5.45. You can have some before the street lights come on. That's the way you treat a female if you love her or you want to you wanna abuse her, but you don't fuck them to the point that you take them away from their mothers and dads. Then you got the men on Survivor Aunt Kelly talk about they what they would have done to this man. But you drove your kids to his house or you drove your kids to the concert and you allowed your kid to go on stage with Aunt Kelly knowing that they would talk about this man since 1992. Yeah. Oh, it's confusing too. It's confusing. Exactly. See, because what the world lacks now is moral responsibility. You can kill somebody today, be on the street in six months, and people will still take pictures with you like you was a hero. Like nobody was there. I thought that came from that that respect and the shooting mentality. The woman's mentality? 
that respect the shoes. Let me tell you, you ever heard that before? When somebody yeah, like, was like, somebody be like, um, you know, respect the shot, respect the shooter. Oh, right, respect the shooter, yeah. Because the fucking world is crazy, yo. I'm going to respect the person that got shot, respect the shooter. Jay-Z said that shit, motherfucker. Yeah, that's who said that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay-Z. <laughs> You know, it's just the world yeah, is fucked up, yo. Yeah. And the people who are listening to the show and have been listening to the show, you know, we want to deal with so many things. I want to put y'all up on so many things. And, you know, with this gentleman right here, you know, he thought prayer wasn't going to help him, but prayer always helps, you know. I always tell people God help those. Because I'm not really a religious guy like that. I'm just a spiritual person, and I always tell people that um, you could be a gangster and still pray. And I used to always say that um, gangsters pray to how you think we beat our cases. It's some real shit, you know. So you just keep praying, but at the same time, you got to help yourself. You can't be lazy. You cannot never ever lack ambition. Like, I've done a lot, right? And do you know I feel like I ain't did shit? Oh, yeah. I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I swear to God. I feel like I ain't did a motherfucking thing. Yeah. I'm 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 trying to get to that point, man. Yeah. Even though I know what I'm doing for the next 20 years, I know what I'm doing. I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing. But I still feel like I haven't accomplished that. Like, I'm still hungry. I still yeah. want, I'm still in the gym every day. I still do four miles a day. So you like just, you basically just trained your mind to just, you know, just a little hard work? Yeah, it's just, it's, I, I tell my, my, my son is like them. All my kids are like that, so I tell them it's in our DNA. You know, I'm just an ambitious guy, and you're going to have people come in your life that are ruining it. Because I, I believe people will fuck up your life if you let them in your life too deep. So you got to see people's intentions, see where they are, um, see where they're coming from, and you got to be able to read people quickly because we get caught up in the jewelry. We get caught up with the women with the big asses and all that type of shit, and it's a setup. Yeah. It's a setup. Because like I said, um, my main thing this year is credit for people like yourself and people listening. And to everybody listening, I'm going to take the moment out to tell you guys that whatever you're doing, take the moment to start working on your credit so you can own a home or you can get things in your name or you can get your own apartment. Make sure you go to my website, um, the official tkkirkland.com, and check out um, Cheryl Anderson. She is a credit person I endorse that I was co-sign. This woman will help you get your shit together because you guys got to stop putting things in your kids' names to the fellas. You got to stop meeting women and asking them to... Um, hold on. Uh, stop asking women to, yo, can you put this in my name? 
and then you ain't gonna be with the bitch. It's like <laughs> I want men to stop that because that's a horrible feeling. Like you got a girl that you might like, right? But then this girl got good credit, so you want to fuck with her. You get the shit together. She fall in love with you. She do that for you, but you don't want to be with her. So you get your own shit together. You can pick and choose what you really want to do. And it saves a lot of heartache for a lot of people. Well, yeah, that's another thing I want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, podcast I was listening to, and you said something like men shouldn't be dating unless they got, how much you the men? You said like 10000 The The women? Men, you said men shouldn't be dating. Men? Here's the thing, men unless they got date, unless they have twenty five thousand bank, but a lot of men may not make that kind of money. So what that really means, the twenty five thousand to be qualified <coughs> is to make sure you have something in the bank. To make sure that when you approach a woman, you're not a bomb ass nigga. To make sure that when you approach her, you can at least take her to a movie. You can at least take her to dinner. You can at least put gas in the car if she picks you up and you don't have a car. So you can put gas in the car and and, and if she says no, insist in putting gas in her car. And never let a woman pump her own gas if she's driving around. I seen that one time. That shit made me mad and motherfucker, but I didn't want to say nothing because. I want the nigga shooting at me. Right. You know, because it can lead to that, you know? Like, that that shit. That bitch ain't saying nothing. I ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. So those types of things. Right. And, and you keep listening to, this, to every podcast if you can because I'm dropping some type of information that can benefit you guys somewhere in the long run. Believe me, I know. Hey, and actually, I'm just gonna get on that credit thing too, because I was great. I, I, they ain't really teach me how to do that, you know, the credit mm-hmm. thing. And when I was looking for my first apartment, it was like I, I went through like I don't know, like five, six apartments. They was all telling me no, I wouldn't get approved for them shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. I finally found one. It was like when I found, you know, it was small and it was a little bit expensive. It was like seven hundred a month for it to be that small. Wow. So I was like, damn. So I'm trying yeah. to see what's so up with the credit, too. Yeah, you want to get the credit right. So I say that one more time for me? Yeah, who you who you staying with? Well, I'm staying with uh, a couple of cousins and wives. Okay, all right, cool. And you contributing around there? You're keeping your, you're keeping your space clean? Of course, of course. All I right. pay them. That's important. Yep. I pay them every two weeks. Okay, cool. All right. So what you do with that, since you're paying them, you might have to get a part-time job and let that part-time job be your extra money to stack. Yeah. Because you got to have another source of income because if you're paying them every two weeks and you just get that one job, it's going to take you forever to get money. Yeah. That's all I had to do the first time, you know. I mean, I, I was doing my little side hustles, but right. I wasn't really too much, you know. Right. It was just a little chump change. I was using to, you know, keep gas in my car and eat and buy right. clothes. Oh, right. And see, and it's not you guys' fault. I'll tell you a story before I let you go. It's really 
your parents. To everybody listening, I want y'all to listen to me very carefully. This is going to be the coldest bit of knowledge I've ever dropped on anybody. See, the day that you have a child, you have to put 50, 100, 200 or more away a month for the rest of your life. So when they're 20, 21, 22, 23, whatever year they leave your home, you want to be able to give your children a check. Because they got to do a college now. This is a kid. Every child should get a check when they leave home so they can get an apartment, buy furniture, and a nice vehicle. But you know what half the population does? The parents wait till you're 18. They tell you that you're grown. Yeah. You're on your own. I ain't really got to take care of you. And they, some parents really take that shit seriously and say, you're really on your own and don't do nothing for you. But 18 years old is not mature enough to be out there in this world trying to survive. Period. So kids who are struggling shouldn't struggle if their parents understood the blueprint, understood yeah. what it was that when you have a child, you've got to put money away for them. So look at your situation. If they did what they were supposed to do, guess what? You have your own apartment. You have your own place furnished. Side screen TV, a nice little Kia outside. This is souped up or something really nice. Uh-huh. But you're 22, so you're behind the eight ball. So now right. for the next 18 years, you got to try to play catch-up. Yeah. And that's what's bad in the black community. They don't think about the day they have a child, what you have to do. For then, until your child is grown, you have to protect them. You have to have them ready. So when they get on their own, they don't end up in situations paying for stuff with their auntie or their cousins, paying for a room every two weeks, etc. <clears throat> Thank God you got somewhere to go, and you're not in a shelter. Yeah, you know. Imagine, yeah. imagine being in the shelter with gonorrhea. <laughs> man, hell no, man. You'd be mad in a motherfucker shivering. I probably, man, I probably would have did what I was about to do. Right. Yeah. You know, I'll be out that way in a few months. You know, you stay in touch with me and all that good yeah, stuff. Sure. All right? You know, and feel free to call me anytime, fam. I'm a busy guy, but I do take some phone calls. To the fans around the world, you already know what it is. It's the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Um, January 28th through February 1st, catch me at the world-famous improv in Kansas City, yo. You already know what we're going to do. We're going to shut it down like we always do. Um, Until then, family, stay in touch. To everybody listening, make sure you follow me on the at TK Kirkland, uh, TK underscore Kirkland. That's my um, my IG. 
Um, make sure you get the album Gangsta Conversation. It's doing really well. It's streaming now on all platforms. And make sure you visit my website, the official tkkirkland.com. May your pain be shared, pain family. Stay focused and keep listening to the show. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.